Hello, hello, it's your boy Hans, joined as always by my friend of 25 years, the GCJ himself, the SSAF champion of the world, Mr. JP Wolf. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. How about you? Fantastic. It cooled down. I'm not sweating out my ass. Ugh. Here too, it's it's been like that weird kind of August gloom, even though it's supposed to be June gloom here. But this year is all fucked up anyway and confused anyway, so it doesn't surprise me at all. I, I don't even know what month it is until you said that. I didn't actually know. Like I saw I think, preseason yeah. football should normally be starting in like a week, and that seems insane. Oh my god! If there'll even be a football season this year, I know. I mean, it's too much money. They'll figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, so, no. So, what have you been watching? Any news? Any movie news? Anything worth talking about you watched? So, a couple things. Um, my now fiancé mm, has... Congrats, seen, of course. Th- thank you very much. Um, Haley had never seen The Professional. You know, the... Oh, the Stallone, the right? uh, No, Luke Besson. Um, Natalie Portman when she's little. Uh, did Stallone do a version, something called The Professional? Oh, uh, are you thinking... thinking of- like the assassins maybe yeah, yeah. oh no so, it's antonio banderas too oh yeah okay. oh, i know yeah. what you're saying no right. this is the movie with jean renault natalie portman when she's a little kid and gary oldman's the bad guy yeah he's some like famous hitman like the cougar yeah or something yeah like yeah he's a cleaner he calls himself a cleaner but okay. um that's one of my all-time favorites and Haley had never seen it so we sat down and watched it and nice what you got think? She loved it, and goddamn, I love that movie. Nice. My mo- my mom loves that movie too. It's so funny. She'll cry at an Animal Rescue League commercial, but she'll <laughs> watch The Professional and just be like, "Kill him!" <laughs> it's like it's the best shit ever. Um, is that is that an action movie? Is that something worth doing maybe down the road? Yeah, yeah, nice. totally. Yeah, yeah. Add it to the list for sure. It's like. Luc Besson at his finest, nice. you know. Um, oh, and I should have said Bloodsport will be our feature presentation coming up later. After oh, but of course. But I believe they call that a tease. <laughs> tease? Even I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, oh, there's, I saw a cool trailer. Um, do you know Charlie Kaufman? He wrote Adaptation, oh, being yeah, John yeah. Malkovich. He wrote and directed He's got a horror movie coming out on Netflix, oh, nice. and it looks so fucking weird, but I'm interested because I like his stuff. I love yeah. Adaptation is great. I love being John Malkovich. Right. Um, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, those. But other than that, I, I finally finished Kingdom, and now mm. I'm watching. Um, do you ever watch that sh- Netflix show Last Chance You about JUCO football? No, I know what it, I know what you're talking about, but I never actually started it. I love it. I watch it religiously. Good things. Yeah, it's on its fifth season. I want to oh, say, nice. and it takes place in Oakland now, and I love it. I I definitely recommend it. Great. Did they do a season in Stony Brook? Mm, I don't know. I think it was just like the South. Oh, okay. I want to say. I know Stony Brook's one of those colleges where when people fuck up, they go there and then they transfer to yeah. a private school. That's exactly what kind of the premise of the show is. All these right. superstar athletes who can't keep their shit together. And then yeah. they go to the school and sometimes, you know, figure everything out and sometimes yeah. not. 
which is kind of sad. But, you know, that's life. Right. I mean, I, man, if I was talented at that age, there's no way I'd be able to keep it together. I can barely oh keep God. it together now, and I have zero talent. Oh, my God. I Yeah, I'm 35, and I think, God, I couldn't even imagine being a millionaire at, like, 19 or 20 yeah. or, or 21. Since you were, like, 14 years old, everyone was telling you you're the greatest thing ever and the best and, like, you're never wrong and always le- just leeching on to you because they think uh-huh. you're be something. The good, that, that the, would mess with my yeah. head. The good thing with us, though, is that, is that we have great parents. I feel right. like a lot of these people, these rich kids who turn into shitheads, are, yeah. they have shitty parents, too. Yep. That's what I think. I don't oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. My, I got an aunt and uncle who are pretty well off, and their kids, my cousins, are awesome. And I, I remember asking, I always wanted to know. So I asked him once, my uncle one time, I'm like, what did you do? Because the same thing. So often wealthy people, their kids turn out to be pieces of shit. And yeah. they're awesome. And he's yeah. like, all I did, he's like, I made sure I was home for dinner every night. He's just there. Yeah. Just that's that's so important. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. But anyways. What about you? Yeah. Anything else? Anything so else? I haven't been watching much. Finished Community, which is nice. Sad. Nice. But uh, I did see. A new movie coming out. Oh, an what's that? Movie. Mm-hmm. A DC animated movie on the 80s Death and Family run. Oh, yeah. I heard about this. Where they, I don't know if you're familiar with the comic, but mm-hmm. it was Jason Todd replaced Dick Grayson. So he was the second Robin. And mm-hmm. fans didn't really like him. So they ran this thing where. You could he got he got taken by the Joker and got like beat up and at the end at the very last page there was a number you could call you call two different numbers and it was you could vote on whether he lived or died the readers did for the Whoa. next issue one for live one for die and the readers chose chose die <laughs> so then clearly and but then he come he ends up coming back as Red Hood. Which there's also a movie about that. It's one of the better animated superhero movies out there. It's, it's one great. of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. So this is basically the prequel to that. So it's that story of the Joker beating the shit out of him and what does to Batman on it. Wow. And that comes out October 13th, I believe. Pretty exciting. I'm in. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if they'll drop it on uh, HBO Max since HBO Max has picked up all those DC animated movies. Yeah. It's a really good question. Hmm. Since the. DC service is kind of floundering. I was actually going to do a seven-day trial of the DC service just so I could watch. I've been hearing really good things about the Harley Quinn animated show. Yeah, with Haley really Haley Cuoco. Uh, H- Haley Cuoco, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So I, I hope. Actually, I'm probably going to do that this weekend. I'll just sit in bed and finish mm-hmm. that again. Yeah. I'm going to do. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. We're in the middle of a pandemic still. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> everything's normal it's all fine don't worry about it <laughs> all right well i think that's all i got yeah i mean um i got a lot to say about this blood sport so let's dive can, in yeah let's uh let's let's move on to our feature presentation And now, our feature presentation. So, Bloodsport. 
from 1988, directed by Newt Arnold. So this guy, he has hardly any directorial credits, but a million, like, assistant director, second unit, mm-hmm. on some bangers. Godfather 2, Blade Whoa. Runner, The Abyss, Whoa. like, War like, he's all over the place. So he, he obviously has talent in some respect. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you can actually see that shine through on a handful of scenes. Like, not yeah. to jump ahead, but like, the hallway scene when they first bring him into the tournament. Like, I yeah. thought that was great. It went uh-huh. on forever, but and I don't know if it really fit in this movie. But still, it's a competently made movie. Because mm-hmm. I know we're, we're, we're going to have things to say, but Clearly. I would like to say it is a competently made movie. And any of his shortcomings, I, I don't actually put on him. But it's interesting that he never really did anything else. You have those randoms, I feel like, yeah. every, so, every so often. They just... this, this movie had to have made money, right? Like, it had to be commercially successful. They made sequels. Oh, oh of course. It must of have course. been, like, a personal choice. Maybe he just enjoyed the other. I guess that's always possible. Yeah. But anyways, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme as the Frank Dukes. The best. Donald... What was it, Grib? Gib. Gib. Mm-hmm. As as Jackson, or as I know him, Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. Nerds! He was also Mad Dog from Meatballs, which is basically re- poor man's Revenge of the Nerds. So. Oh, yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah! And we got oh. Leah Ayers as Janice. You're the, mm-hmm. your, your uh, stereotypical 80s babe. Mm-hmm. Curly and, hair. Big, poofy, curly hair and all. And then the only other name... I actually recognized was Forrest Whitaker as some sort of unnecessary plot line of like U.S. the age secret. I don't know what they were. They're like yeah agents sent for whatever. We'll get yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll understand it, but I have a little bit to talk about that. Good because that was so unnecessary. But mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> completely. So all right, we start off. Not your, it's your typical 80s music, but it's like Asian infusion 80s music. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of the Far East tone to it, mm-hmm. but definitely 80s. And we hammer right into a montage, a training montage of all the different fighters who are going to be showing up. Most of them, we don't need to know who they are, and I did not. A handful, yes, mm-hmm. but most, not so much. They're breaking ice, breaking boards. There's... One guy fighting in a ring of other guys, all in Hawaiian shirts and had torches. Uh huh. It, it was during the day. I don't, I don't know what that setup was all about, but <laughs> I, it got him to Kumite. So yeah, who yeah. To judge. Oh, don't forget about the guy breaking the coconuts. He <laughs> <laughs> was breaking anything that wasn't nailed down. Basically. It's like karate chopping coconuts like okay cool that's more impressive to me than the ice or the boards coconuts are hard man coconuts are hard as shit and they don't the rounds like you hit them they're gonna move they're wobble yeah okay so during this montage we get introduced to jackson mm-hmm. or as i will probably be referring to him as ogre for the rest of this just so you mm-hmm. know yeah <laughs> His his trainer, what does he say? I heard you could get killed at this at that Kumite. His response? Only if you fuck up. <laughs> he had some great 
He had some fantastic he, one-liners. He in was this. the best. I, mm-hmm. the way they introduced him in his first few scenes where he's like creeping on ladies and just drinking in random places, the way he sits on that bus with his leg on the seat in front of him for who knows why. I thought oh, he was yeah. going to be, because I'd never seen this before. This is one of those I I had a blind spot. Oh I my had, god! But I'd never seen. It. You, so I thought was he was first. Yeah, oh. I thought he was going to be like an antagonist. So that he was going to mm-hmm. be like a dickhead. Big time plot twist. Yeah. Those two. I mean, they fall in love. They, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that was a big fake out for me. But before we got to their their budding romance. We get another flashback. Lots of flashbacks in this movie. So many. He's a little kid. <laughs> and he goes and he breaks into this, like, legendary martial artist guy's house. Mm-hmm. Steal a sword with his his ruffian friends. And then mm-hmm. just, they, they leave and he, for some reason, just, like, hangs out. The guy's kid runs in, just drops him with a kick. <laughs> Just like just kicks him right in the stomach. Right in the I was stomach. like, all, all right. I mean, he's just standing there. He's no mm-hmm. threat. Yeah. And I guess in that world, that means now he has to train him because that's where we went to next. I'm not leaving. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I, I got, what I wrote down here was apparently stealing a sword gets you, cra- gets you trained in martial arts and called round eye by a child yeah <laughs> oh yeah and i looked on i looked on imdb apparently that is the longest flashback like in movie history it was so 10, long. 10 minutes and 56 seconds i believe that it just uh-huh. going and going and like they fight and like he's kicking his ass the little kid mm-hmm. he's just like Feh, this guy stinks mm-hmm at one point, the little kid vows to fight in a deathmatch tournament. The Kumite. Yeah. Uh-huh. The aforementioned Kumite. Uh-huh. As a little kid, his dream, he doesn't want to be a cowboy or an astronaut. He wants to fight in a deathmatch. That's his one and only goal. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, but, and he's like, I want to do it to make my father proud. Yeah. And then isn't the next scene, it's literally his his death scene, yeah, his funeral I, from I fighting a, in the Kumite? I, re- I rewound that twice because I had no idea what happened. I was like, wait, did he die? How did he die? He he yeah. died from fighting in it? That's, that's kind of what, I, it doesn't specifically say it, but I always kind of thought that, oh, yeah, he went to the, he, he fulfilled his wish of di- uh, uh, fighting in the Kumite, but then he died, and um, and then you have Jean Claude's like poofy curly hair to show that he's younger than he is now, and and then oh, that's where oh. yeah, continue. Sorry. Oh, that was good. That's okay. I was just gonna say that's where all the glorious splits starts from, and I think yes. you and I were texting while we were both watching this movie, saying we a drinking game. If a drinking game started out of just splits, like take a drink whenever he does the splits, you would be. Um, Heavily intoxicated by the end of this movie. I said that jokingly because I thought there's no way they're going to fit more than like three or four in here. Yeah. Oh, no. And luckily, I counted. We'll get How to that. How many? Oh, okay. We'll got it. Okay. We'll get to that. There's a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. So this guy dies. This kid dies. Mm-hmm. Was that his dad? 
Yeah. Like I, okay. Because the way yeah. he was talking, it almost sounded like he wasn't. And then I was like, what is this guy's relationship to these children? Oh, and no. That was psychopath just trains little kids to fight in death matches when they get older. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, during his monologue, talking to with Van Damme and his curly hair, talking to a picture of the dead kid we don't actually see die, he managed to weave in. A, I thought this was impressive. He managed to weave in a uh, Hiroshima subplot. I don't know if you caught that. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Also, I had to rewind that. Just, yeah. Did I really hear that? What was the point of that? But okay. I get it. Mm-hmm. I guess to hammer home the fact that he was Japanese. If maybe American audiences back then didn't, needed a little extra push. I don't know. But of course. So, that, we right after that, we're at like the 10-minute mark. Because he, he wants to get trained. He, he wants to, like, pick up where he left off or whatever, I guess, was the point mm-hmm. of that. It's the 10-minute mark. We're on, like, the third montage. This movie, if you took out all the montages in this movie, it might be 27 minutes. Maybe. If that. If yeah, that. maybe. I think that's being generous. Mm-hmm. So we're on the first montage, and at the 13-minute mark, we get the first splits. First splits. I love how you timed it, too. Oh, like, yeah. 13 minutes... First split. I only timed the first one, but I just had to know how long they... It was like, we got this this arrow in our quiver. We can use it. How long can we hold out? 13 minutes. That's how long. And and have you noticed... Did you notice in that when he finally... When the older Japanese dude um, offers to train, says he's going to train Van Damme, and then he basically is just like, oh, try to hit me? No, I'm going to fucking throw you yeah. to the ground and beat the shit out of you with with my cane, with my fists, and then I'm just going to, like, beat the fucking shit out of you. He, he absolutely <laughs> flogs his ass for a solid five minutes. Yeah. In and then he draws and quarters him. when he's, <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, ah! Apparently quartering <laughs> is part of his training. Yeah. I mean, after, after you've finished all the blindfold work. Then it's time, oh, and that does come. That does pay off. Mm-hmm. So they kept showing it so much. I was like, "Why are they doing this? What does this mm-hmm. have to do with absolutely anything?" It's like, is he trying to go and fight in a death match or become like a Jedi or something? Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. But yeah, then he, he quarters him, and I didn't count. Ca- I, I don't know if I counted that as a splits or not. I think I did. I think that was the first split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I counted that as a splits because I think he actually split two. When he, like, he dropped down to a split when the guy's training him, and he, like, did, like, a block or something. I think yeah. that was the first one. I, I think, yeah, I think the second one was. Yeah, was the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, he, is he training to fight or for a BDSM throw? <laughs> like, <laughs> he was just beating the shit out of him in so many different creative ways. But yeah. he gets out of the quartering because, I don't know, he just somehow pulls the mechanism down because... He's Bloodsport, so. Yeah, he's Frank Dukes. He's Frank, he's Frank Dukes, spelled with an X for some reason. <laughs> it's French. I don't know. Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was the second splits. Because I wrote, yeah, I'm counting this as splits. Number two. <laughs> I'm counting this. <laughs> I can barely read my chicken scratch handwriting. So then... I guess his trainer somehow is sick or, like, ill or whatever because he mm-hmm. sleeps like a psychopath. He yeah. Look bed. He looked like, like, you know how a maid at a hotel will, or the, the cleaning service will tuck in 
the sheets so tight. He was like, yeah, fucked him in. Like they were around him, and like he was, he looked, it was like a mummy. I always, I always see that in movies, and people sleep on their back. And maybe it's because I don't sleep on my back; I sleep on my side and my stomach. But people who just sleep on their back and just look up, at like a like a fucking vampire or a mummy yeah. or something, I just find that so distracting. I do sleep on my back, and I probably look exactly like that, <laughs> which is why I can judge. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. The guy can say it. No one else, but I can. <laughs> so so he, he has his little heart to heart with him and his little cocoon mm-hmm. he makes his way to uh, what was it Sing- Singapore Hong Kong Hong Kong okay. Hong Kong mm-hmm. that makes sense and that's where he first encounters Ogre on the bus mm-hmm. where he's just drinking a beer on the bus yeah random locals Hey babe, you want to go out with a real big man? Uh, yeah. Too handsome for you, huh? Right. See, that's why I thought he was gonna be the bad guy. It's like, oh, he's being rude to women. Like that's usually standard bad guy trope. There you go. Mm-hmm. Then they're in the hotel and there's just a arcade cabinet sitting there for mm-hmm. fight. They fight. They. Pl- I mean, they play the game and fight. Of course, Van Dam wins. Of course he does. He has to. She- because he's good at everything. He's the best. That's We we know that, of course. He is the blood sport. Mm-hmm. So he beats him. Instead of getting angry, Ogre seems endeared by him. Aren't you, aren't you, young, aren't you too young for full contact? Yeah. Aren't, you, aren't you too old for video games? Right. That, was a, that was a terrible Jean-Claude impression. I apologize. It <laughs> kind of sounded like him, though. That's about what his delivery was in this movie. <laughs> Hell of an athlete. Amazing shape. Uh, acting. Acting, yeah. And I want to well, say that this was if his, you're like, Niro, big... you don't need to do that many splits. Um, no. Yeah. So we call it crutch. <laughs> yeah, I want to say, yeah, this was his first starring role. Bloodsport. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Was this... <laughs> I mean, because he didn't make it in predator oh yeah well he was uh, on imdb the first so it's Bloodsport is his Mm -hmm. first lead role but then the role before that is did you ever see that movie no retreat no surrender Mm -mm. it's ridiculous it's a a young young man gets trained in jetly and dmx would have been in in like the early 2000s a young man is tra- is trained by Bruce Lee's ghost to fight <laughs> to fight Jean Claude Van Damme at the end of the movie. Okay, that's awesome. It's ridiculous and hilarious and awesome. Sounds we might incredible. have to do that one at yeah, some point. Yeah, jot that down, please. Yeah, that, definitely. That needs to be researched a little bit. So, so after that twist of Ogre being just a big softy, really. Might mm-hmm. be a little bit of a drunk, but nice guy, seems like. Then we're finally introduced for a young Forrest Whitaker and some other old guy. Who are these? We we didn't mention at the beginning. I, I glossed over this, and that's my bad. But apparently mm-hmm. Van Damme is 
in the army or military or something, and he like sneaks away from his post to go join this, and he's not supposed to. Uh, yeah, like, he he literally goes, "I'm gonna go take a shower." Yeah, the old <laughs> "I'm showering" fake out scene with the guy like watching him. It, that was weird. Yeah, that was very bizarre. But strange, unnecessary, but it gets us Forrest Whitaker, so I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And young Forrest, eyes and all, love that man. So that's when we first meet them. They're they're on the case. They're they're trying to find him. <laughs> and so they're established. They don't really do anything. I think mm-hmm. they meet the the local police chief or something, inspector, I believe, and trying to figure it all out. And then we go to Van Dam is taken Frank, right? His name mm-hmm. is Frank. Taken, yeah, Frank. Uh-huh. This, is, this is his being taken by his local guide to the actual fight and where it is. And it's down this long, dark alley, and it's very, like, cinematic. I actually really yeah. enjoyed that scene. Yeah, dark, creepy corridor. I wrote dark, yeah. creepy corridor equals dark, creepy synth music. Yeah. I mean, it took... It lasted forever. Forever? How long is that fucking alley? Yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, they were just... That camera was chewing up scenery. Like, it was just making a meal out of all of it. Oh, totally. And the whole while... It, it was a tank top, but mm. for a while there, because he had a jacket on, it looked like he was just wearing a, not a deep V, but a deep U. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he had cleavage popping out of it. <laughs> I mean, he was jacked. All spade to spade, yeah. That's what's yeah. happening. I mean, Jack And he finally takes it off once they get in, and his pants are up to, like, his under boob. <laughs> he's got those high-waisted pants. pants. All, the entire time, his pants were so high. I don't even know how you measure that like, when you're getting tailored. Like, whoa. Anyways. I need something to cover my belly button. So, <laughs> so because he's the aforementioned round eye, they don't, mm-hmm. they don't believe that he trained with this legendary martial artist. They need, him, they need him to improve himself, right? So how do you do that in a in a deathmatch fighting underground illegal fighting ring, you, you got to make him break bricks, right? Of course. Of course. And he, right before he does, they go, no, bottom. And it's a stack of like six bricks. Yeah. So they want him to break the one at the bottom. Of course he does. Because uh, he's Van Damme. As, and as and he does the... He is Bloodsport. Yeah! <clears throat> the slow-mo. Right. So... Then that's enough for them. Good enough. He's in. Let the man go. It was. They didn't have, seem to have a problem with the giant, lazy-eyed, drunk man. But no, it's the other guy, Dukes. No, yeah. who are you? The who are ripped, you, young man? Cut, like, clearly animal, like, just kick any, the shit out of anyone just by looking at him. Now that guy, I got questions. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we go to the bar. We're introduced to our... Classic 80s babe. Leah, I believe is her mm-hmm. actual Janice in the movie. Yes, uh-huh. And she's getting hit on by some Middle Eastern men. Uh, one of, he, it's not going well for them. And one of them raises his hand to backhand her. Van Damme swoops in. Catches of course. Her. Classic, classic, classic hero move. Also, I thought it was, I was like, that guy... I know he, they were playing Middle Eastern people because his name was Hussein. Mm-hmm. I had to look it up. 
That guy was a Filipino man named Bernard. I know. I was going to say, he Just did not look Middle Eastern. A classic, like, chic headdress. But, okay. <laughs> but, hey, the, okay. the casting director was probably like, hey, he's a brown guy. Let's, uh, let's bring him yeah. in. I yeah. mean, in the 80s, we're lucky it just wasn't some white dude and, like, brown-faced, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was actually probably progressive at the time, sadly. Yeah, unfortunately. So he he stops the guy. He could just, mm-hmm. like, threaten him or kick his ass. Instead, he decides to gamble with her as a person, like mm-hmm. she's a pack of cigarettes or something, with some coin trick that basically if he loses, they get to do whatever the hell they were going to do with her, aye, or, aye. or they don't. Mm-hmm. So gambling with a woman's safety and well-being. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand the game they played. Something about a coin, and there were two coins, and then... So it was it was one coin, and he basically did like that old trick where it's like if I can grab the coin out of your hand before you grab it away, then I win. But mm-hmm. Van Dam, they were showing how much of a badass he was, and he actually switched the coins. He not only mm-hmm. grabbed the coin out of his hand, he switched it. You're like, oh, okay, uh, cool, okay. all right, yeah. I I mean, interesting way to show he's tough but yeah okay with a slight with some close-up magic but yeah like sleight <laughs> of hand tricks yeah like a young david blaine like okay one thing i want to know is if this kumite is such a secret you know tournament how does everybody know about it right like the woman the aforementioned woman is uh-huh. from like a newspaper some sort of press outlet and they yeah. know yeah 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 they're not doing a great job of keeping a secret Despite yeah. the, the long, slow, panning alleyway you must go down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he, 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 she is at first disgusted by him betting on her safety. Mm-hmm. But when he wins, pretty turned on. Oh, yeah. So I'll, I'll talk t- real 180. I'll talk with you, but you have to have dinner with me tomorrow night. <laughs> so smooth. <laughs> the smoothest. That, after that. Splits number three. Mm, that hurts he, me he just looking at it. Right. It cuts to him in the morning doing like meditating or tai chi or something, but just splayed out. Ogre comes in, catches him. Yeah, it's, it's that, <laughs> something about having kids and like just generally <laughs> really concerned about his dick and balls. Mm-hmm. As a good friend would be. Of course, of course. When you have a friend doing splits on two chairs, not like ah, I'm gonna do my splits on the floor or do my splits on a on the bed. I'm gonna do them off of two chairs. And between his random comments about his junk, Ogre mm-hmm. shows his confusion by cocking his head like a dog from side <laughs> to side, just in case it wasn't obvious that he was confused. I guess he was the avatar for the audience at that moment because I was confused too. Yeah. <laughs> so that unnecessary scene happens. Mm-hmm. On to the fights. First fight happens at 37 minutes of a hour and a half movie, 90 minute movie. That's a lot of exposition. <laughs> and, and and then it happens. Ogre says the name of the movie wow. during the first oh. fight. I miss there's that. Blood. <laughs> That's why they call it blood sport, kids. 
<laughs> that's why they call this thing Bloodsport, kid. Drop the name of the movie. <laughs> oh, see, it was organic. That. You didn't even notice it happened. It was smooth. Yeah. Well done, sir. Well yeah. done, sir. Donald. They Donald just, Gibb. They just made him different in the 80s, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we get a couple fights. Ogre just jumps up, like, from the bleachers, like, puts his headband on to go fight. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought there'd be some, like, back room getting ready. Nah. <laughs> nah. Jumps out like, of the yeah. Like, no intro music, no nothing. Right. Yeah, give me some, give me some showmanship or something. And he, and then he does one of the best tropes that act that happens a number of times in the movie. He's getting punched at first by his opponent a number of times. Starts bleeding, wipes it, looks at it, then becomes ultra powerful, and kicks the shit out of the guy with his signature move, the two-handed hammer punch, <laughs> where he just drops this little guy. And then immediately calls out Chong Li. Yes. Starts yelling at him. Like, I want you. I got you. I'll, I'll mess you up. Classic <laughs> fighter. Shit talk. Talking talking that shit. So then the man he's talking to, who's the, the villain of the story. The mm-hmm. actual villain. Right. And I, I guess he's like won before. Like he's like a, he's well known. Everyone... He's great. He, we get a recap of how the previous year he killed a man. Yeah. And what it? <laughs> he, he's then getting ready to fight. Match hasn't started. He begin his pre-fight routine is the double farmer's blow. I I wrote that down too. Well, it's that guy's rocket right. It's not rocket left. Let's fight. That guy's stretching, getting all ready, yeah. looking badass, and he's just like, and then he just like walks towards him like, like the Terminator, just all barrel chested and jacked, just jacked, so jacked. To choke him out, real quick. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's nothing, nothing. So we were, that's our first introduction to the antagonist of the film. Mm-hmm. Then we finally get Jean-Claude Van Damme's fair fight. First, first, first of all, first and foremost, why does he still have a shirt on when he's fighting? <laughs> like, clearly, take, pop, pop that shirt off, Van Damme. Come on. Pop we don't want to see you in a gi. Exactly. This is what we came here for. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a little confused during this fight. Mm-hmm. He knocks him down. Then he just, like, gives a wave of the hand over his face, and the guy just, like, passes out. Yeah, that was weird. And he he turns around, like, oh, I won, I won. The guy gets up all angry. He's all of a sudden awake, I guess. And, of course, Van Damme knocks him out with, like, the elbow, takes him down for real this time. Mm -hmm. Maybe the guy was just, like, like... Just playing possum? I guess. Because he didn't want to... He didn't want to say Matei, which is like, you know, saying say, uncle yeah, or whatever, you know, that's the safe that's word. Right. There are three ways to, to win, right? Is the knockout, uh, saying Matei, and getting knocked out of the ring was the other getting, one, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Getting knocked off that platform. Right. Yeah, and that's the, the Matei one is like the most shameful 
I guess. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. yeah. That's what I got from that. You're basically giving up. You're yielding. Yeah. So, so after the fight, he wins his first fight, of course. We get a big-time 80s montage with an original song made for the movie. Because, and how I know this, is they are repeatedly, Kumate, 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 Loved it. Fight to Survive by Stan Bush. Fight to Survive! You didn't recognize that was what we opened the show with, so. <laughs> now that was oh. a tease. Oh, and Frank, uh, Frank breaks uh chong lee's world record in his right. first fight and you're like yeah for fastest victory. <laughs> so of course that's sticking in his crawl mm-hmm. mm-hmm. chong lee none too pleased by this information and then the guy steals is the guy cleaning the mat steals the the middle eastern guy's gold tooth and like yeah. it's on like the bloody tooth you're like sure it's okay sure all right <laughs> God, I really cannot read my handwriting. <laughs> oh, then d- my favorite fight during the montage was like the sumo guy. Mm-hmm. Bane's a guy, like Bane and Batman when he breaks his back. Yeah, 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 yeah. That dude right over the knee. <laughs> and, and he just laughs. Like, he just laughs at everything. Ah, 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 ah. Big jolly fat man. Mm-hmm. So then after the montage... Uh, for we 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 get a little more Forrest Whitaker screen time. Can't use chopsticks apparently. <laughs> yeah, they're complaining about the food, and then if that wasn't enough to drive the point home about the food, when they rush off, because the guy the the cop guy I think it was like there's someone someone they found out where he was somehow. Right, 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 right. The inspector. But, yeah, so they rush that. off, and to just to drive that point home, they throw. His food, he throws his food on the ground in front of a dog, and the dog's just like, can't be bothered. And even <laughs> the dog doesn't want it. Oh, God. <laughs> I appreciate their commitment to it, but... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good to me. Oh, so, th- then it's one of my favorite lines in the whole movie when Forrest Whitaker and the cop um, come at Frank Dukes and uh, Ray. Ray points at him and goes... I ain't your pal, dick nose. nose. Or dick face. Dick face. Sorry, dick face. I fucked that up. I wish it was dick nose. (laughs) No, that's from Teen Wolf. (laughs) The original movie? The The original, yeah. Mm. Nice. So, yeah, they have have, an elongated foot chase. He gets away because the forest and his partner fall into the water because they're just like jumping over boats. During the entire chase, Van Damme is so courteous to the locals. So respectful. Every Mm -hmm. time he bumps into someone, he'll like bow or be like, so sorry, so sorry. Really respecting the culture he's in. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah, Van Damme's a nice guy. Yeah, real classy move. (laughs) Then he, he escapes the fuzz. He's got date night. Private candlelit dinner. That's right. And they're schmoozing. She basically says, I want to get it. You need to get me into the fight. And to do that, I will sleep with you. 
I will have sex with you, I, and I barely know you. Yeah. I've talked to you for about three minutes. She she all but says that word for word. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. Mm, yep. <laughs> Cut to the next morning. She's in bed. Satisfied, of course. Clearly. We get we get some JVD butt. And, of course, he wears fucking, like, briefs. Yeah. Like, fucking bikini like briefs. It's like a Speedo. You're like, oh, God. All right. <laughs> so good. The best. It's so funny. Glad they put that in there. He's, you got to show some butt. You got to show a some specimen. butt. He's a specimen. That is true. Worked hard for that. Show it off, man. Show it off, King. <laughs> So they've made their little sex deal. Mm-hmm. Everyone the walks away happy. They all get what they want. We get back to the fighting. Mm-hmm. We get a leg break with the bone popping out. Oh, I wrote that down. That was gross. Crowd loves it. Can't get enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> JVD fights again. I, I know he had this before, but I didn't notice it until this fight. He just has this little boy haircut. Yeah, the little side part shit. He looks like a like a door-to-door Bible salesman. Like the most <laughs> innocent like little kid like have you heard the good news? <laughs> like a like, yeah, like a very like like a Mormon or Jehovah's yeah, like Witness a, haircut. Yeah, like a Jehovah's Witness or something just like he, he couldn't look more innocent and pleasant. Yeah. And on top of that, just like rip shredded rest of him. It's just, it's just an odd choice. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole I, lot of sense. I respect an actor's choice. He was wrong, but I respect it. <laughs> yeah, it just didn't. Yeah, it was so weird. He His hairstyles in this movie were very sus. Let's just say that. Very but sus. Strong agree. So then we see reporter. He's he made good on his his sex deal. Reporter lady, mm-hmm. our, our classic '80s babe. She made it in. Janice is in. Mm-hmm. She's he's disgusted by the violence, of course. Of course, like repeatedly. Then back to probably my favorite character, the sumo guy. He fights this little dude who fights him as I would imagine a squirrel would fight a human being. Like he's just like scampering around, like on all fours, and like yeah, and like and like hitting his head like like a dog yeah. or yeah, it was something. Weird. Yeah, it was. I don't know what you call that style. Uh, yeah, uh, probably you shouldn't go with that because he got the shit kicked out of him. Like absolutely, like just bear hugged to death. Yeah, he bear hugged him to death. <laughs> I was, I thought like four people died in this movie because mm-hmm. they like when he did that they inserted like a cracking sound like it like snapped his back but yeah i don't think he died like there's a couple things like when someone had like like a chokehold or like would twist their neck they put in like a snapping sound like because a snapping the person sound. was dead because they made sure when someone actually does they made sure to that you knew so i i don't understand the reason for adding that but whatever yeah next we got then van damme fights my favorite guy he fights sumo guy. Sumo guy. And we get in this fight. It's been we've we've been in a little bit of a splits drought. But he makes up for it. We get oh, splits number four way. and five. Oh, the best. A, two, a double split fight. 
And he does this, like, like when he does a serious hit, he also does this, like, weird, like, sad face where he's like, it's like well, His finishing move yeah. is the second split. And he punches him right in the sack. Right in the sack. Not, like, on the front. Oh, like, yeah. under his, the guy's little, yeah, you he know, goes like. From, takes it from the south. Yowch. And that knocks him unconscious for some reason. <laughs> he doesn't I mean, fall yeah. over like holding himself. He falls over like splayed out, like eyes closed. He's like done. Bye. Knocked the hell out. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Of course, I get it. I mean, I don't know if I've ever passed out from a nut shot. I've, I mean, I've gotten hit in the nuts pretty hard in my life, but not I don't by Frank not by Frank Dukes, man. I mean, think about it. He was able to punch that brick and break the one way down below. Maybe punch those nuts. Oh, hit the Lord. brain. Lord. Lord it's, just Jesus. A, it's just a long way to the brain. <laughs> I think I broke my coccyx. He took the damn scenic route. <laughs> Oh, next is um, when uh, Chong Lee fights Ray, our boy yeah, Ray. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He finally gets. He called him out. He gets his. He gets his moment in the sun. Time to separate the men from the boys. That's right. <laughs> and that lazy-eyed ogre, rocking the hammer, two-handed hammers again. Just coming out swinging. Yeah. Coming out and, swinging. And it's working. Knocks him down. Classic mistake. Celebrates too early. He fucked up. He and, pulled a... Uh, Van Damme tries to warn him. Uh-huh. He's just in the moment. He can't... The vanity. He can't get over it. He so pulled a, a viper from... Uh, from yeah, Game a Thrones. viper. A little Pedro Pascal. Yeah. <laughs> he almost ended up... At the, the, the ending was almost the same, too. Yeah! Because uh, Chong Lee, like, kicks him well, hard yeah. in the head. After he... While he's celebrating, again... He tastes his own blood, which mm. gives you like an immediate adrenaline shot. Apparently, <laughs> it's like leveling up. Yeah, let me just, just let me just looking at it blood. or tasting it. Yeah, you, you get a plus five energy boost. Comes <laughs> out, just rocks him, and then curb stomps his head. Just curb stomps him like brutally, and steals his steals his bandana. He's waving it around like a trophy buck he just took down. Just right in Van Damme's face, which mm. could not make him more angry. He's getting held back. I was thinking, like, maybe go check on your brain damage, friend. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Van Damme. I can wait. I don't yeah, know. Fuck, fuck Chong Lee over here. Let me check on my friend. Make sure my friend's okay. Then we can uh, yeah, handle then we this. Can, yeah, then we can sort out this bandana incident. <laughs> Van Damme, very distraught. Incredibly distraught. Very. He has to be consoled. We get moved to the hospital. He's not dead. Mm-hmm. Very badly hurt. We He'll get, be in the hospital for a week. We get, we get a he, very heated conversation or argument between JVD and, and 80s babe mm-hmm. about being the best. Which made me so happy. Because they hadn't said he's the best yet. 
But they had yeah. an argument about having to be the best. And he still didn't say it, but it was best adjacent, so I'm counting it. And they're having this fight, this, like, big fight. Like, they're in love. Yeah. Like, they're a married couple. And you're like, bitch, you've known him for, like, two days. Right. You used, you banged him just to get what you wanted. You used yeah. him. And they're yeah. doing this entire fight in a hospital over an unconscious man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you have to fight outside. We have some tact. Come on, guys. Seriously. You know your surroundings. Take it to the waiting room. <laughs> and then sad moment on the bus. Yeah. Real long contemplative bus ride at night. Remembering what happened, which happened like an hour ago. And he's remembering like he's a soldier returning from Vietnam or something. <laughs> Having like PTSD flashbacks. Seeing Chong Lee yeah, in see, the reflection yeah. in the window. <laughs> I actually thought he was there. And I was it, really psyched for, like, a bus fight. Oh, that would have been awesome. Really oh, that would have been I great. Have known, but, oh, man, I was stoked. I really got excited. Got over my skis on that one. <laughs> but they brought me back in. Mm-hmm. After the, the sad bus ride, we get to the morning, and he's doing splits number six, like, on the rooftop as the sun comes up, doing his little meditation. And boy, does he make a meal of it. That he, that scene lasts for two, three minutes, which I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a lot when there's no actual speaking and it's just a man doing yeah. splits on a roof. Overlooking, overlooking yeah. Hong Kong. <laughs> I mean, a beautiful shot. Beautiful. But yeah, it's like, yeah. Like how tan and how jacked and how like, how waxed is Jean-Claude. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's not a single hair on his body outside of what's on his head. That was the 80s for you, man. Yeah. Nobody nobody had hair on their chests. It's like... I can't blame him, though. I mean, if I could do the splits and I had that physique, I'd want the camera to linger. I feel like that's like a recent thing where guys like Jack dudes in movies didn't have... like recently started to have like hair on their chest i feel like it was like jason statham in in that first transporter movie that was the first one i remember because i'm a hairy i'm a hairy son of a bitch that's not what normal people look like i mean yeah you could argue bruce willis kicked it off in uh in die hard true just like the every man kind of thing because then you get the Mm -hmm. stathams because statham's not a big guy or jack guy i mean that was like the beginning of the end for the baby oiled up like Van Damme, Stallones, Schwarzeneggers. I mean, yeah. The Rock's doing his best to bring it back. He's doing a damn good job. He really is. Yeah. And yeah. I'm all for it because obviously, or we wouldn't be having this conversation or any of the others. Because I love yeah. this shit. Love it. Yes. Love it. So uh, next. Yeah. Then this is when Forrest comes back into play. Mm-hmm. It's the local police detective chief, whatever he is involved, and they go they go try to find him, and they have tasers. Of course, he, he beats a bunch of people up, like in the in the hall in that long hallway. Mm-hmm. No big deal, just like two of them walks up to him nonchalantly. They they whip out the tasers. One of them fires. He deflects it with a with a trash bin lid. Into the other two cops that are approaching. <laughs> These gigantic tasers. Yeah. Those things are 
huge. Huge. They huge. Were, it's like a football. They reminded me of like, they were like four barrel too. Mm-hmm. They reminded me of like the rocket launcher Schwarzenegger has in Commando. <laughs> like that four barreled rocket launcher he has. It's like gigantic. It's just, I've never seen a taser like that. But mm-hmm. I guess to take down big game, you gotta, you gotta have a big gun. Yeah, exactly. So they, they fail again to stop Frank because, again, their reason is semi unclear. At one point, one of them says, Uncle Sam invested a lot of money in you and they, they don't want you to get hurt. Like, their whole thing is they don't want him to get hurt. I don't really know what his job is other than being in the military, but they're yeah, very worried about him. I know, I know why. We'll, we'll discuss it. Oh, we'll please. discuss that at Good. the end. Yeah, for sure. Never understood that. Uh huh. So then. So they fail, of course, and they just kind of fall in line and like, start watching him. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, well, they're like, I guess oh, he's not coming trying. with us. Yeah. <laughs> can't beat him, join him. Mm-hmm. So then it's the semifinals, I believe. Yes. Uh-huh. He yes. Fights, uh, he fights a guy who looked like the Frenchman from the Amazon series, The Boys. I don't know if you've watched that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 he does. He's like a Isn't French he? Muay Thai guy or yeah. something like that. They, they do this thing where they kick each other back and forth, like tit for tat, 12 times. <laughs> Amazing. They, Just <laughs> kicking each other right in the side. Over and over and over. <laughs> and the slow-mo celebrations are the best. They're like yeah, the, so, uh, yeah, the face, when they like get right on the face. And that guttural scream, animal-like. Mm-hmm. He wins, of course, roundhouse to the face, no big deal. That's when Chung Lee comes in. He has his fight. And he just straight up murders his opponent. <laughs> just, just, you know, punches him. Nobody speaks up. Nobody says anything. He's like, nope, nope. Murders. Just kill, go ahead. Kill this guy. Yeah. Cold blood right in front with your bare hands. Do it. I mean... They, they really take a stand after when, like, the judges or whoever those guys are, the elders, I don't know, turn mm. their back on afterwards. Which, and I know that was, like, a sign of disrespect, but there were no ramifications or repercussions. Yeah. Like, you're, you're out of the thing. You're you're this, that, whatever. It's it like, no, they just turn their back on you. Kill okay. the man. Yeah. You are <laughs> next. It's like a pretty light punishment of just turning... 180 degrees around the other way because you murdered a man. Yeah. And strokes are different folks. You break my record. Now I break you like I break your friend. I feel like like either he didn't speak English and they taught him those lines or he like they dubbed it in because when even when he's celebrating and he has his like mouth open like he's screaming. There's nothing. It's it's really yeah. bizarre. I don't know. Did you I, notice that? I, I did, and I, my first thought was dubbing, but I don't think it's that. I think it was the the former of what you said. I think they yeah. he they just basically taught him like what not. He probably didn't even know what he was saying, but they taught him yeah. how to say a couple words, and that was it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he does speak English, but it's just might. yeah. But there it's was just, something going on there. You're right. Yeah, yeah, because every time he won a fight and he would celebrate and he's just like, you don't even hear him going like, yeah, you know, he's just, it's all silent. It's I wonder if they just like cut out anything that could be taken as not English. I don't know Maybe. if they're worried about English, American audiences being, mm-hmm. I don't know, who knows, it's the 80s. 
and canon canon films oh made it i did write that down. i meant to mention that yes of course mm-hmm. the canon films special the the, yeah. the masters of like the b movie just this schlock exploitative crap that they they just shit out every week or two did you see no the doc- budget did you see the documentary about them was that the i saw i watched uh you you, you suggested some action movie documentary and they touched yeah. on canon a lot in that i think yeah. oh there's there's a whole other documentary just about canon films and like it's like inception and whatever it's called electric boogaloo and oh yeah it's awesome it's it's awesome it's what's the name of the what's the action that's the uh they made two of the electric yeah breaking Breaking one is just break about breakdancing, and then breaking two, electric boogaloo. Okay, and that yeah. was like their big thing. It was like breaking, like Cannon's big movies were breaking, Bloodsport, and then like like a few Chuck Norris movies, and then yeah, they made they did a, bunch a lot of, of like straight to video or VHS. Mm-hmm. Were they involved in some way in that whole Fantastic Four debacle? I know like Corman was. Yeah, I, feel like I don't maybe think so. they owned those rights at some point. I don't I think know. they made the movie, yeah. but I think they may have passed it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So, so we have our we have our title fight. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Chong Lee versus Frank Dukes with an X. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the final match is fought on a skate park. They, like, yeah, lift the sides. It's like a weird mini half pipe for some reason. Yeah, that's really bizarre, isn't it? And it, it, I mean, I noticed a lot of after that. I noticed some other skating references or moments. I mean, Frank rail rail grinds the ref for a big <laughs> kick to Chong Lee's face, <laughs> and then just che- double checks to make sure he's okay, and then does an ollie to the face kick. Right in the air. <laughs> so I respect him going mm-hmm. with uh, his surroundings. Just really getting into that character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, and Frank's winning. Mm-hmm. And before the match started, Chong Lee's like helper, assistant guy puts like a pill in his pants. Yeah, like some chalk like, or pill or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like this yeah. round pill. And he's getting beat. He's on the ground. He pulls it out, crushes it up, and he he blinds JVD with his dick pill. (laughs) And then, of course, he's blind. And I would have thought, like, I wonder what that was. Because, like, if you get hit in the face with a powder of any kind, like sand or dirt or whatever, like, you'd think your eyes would be closed. And that's why you wouldn't be able to see, you know, because it hurts. The yeah. entire time, his eyes were wider than they were the entire movie, but he was blind. But also, why wouldn't he have Shouldn't been disqualified? Be, I would think so. Maybe they were still turned around and they didn't see it. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was joking. Sadly, that's as good an explanation as any. Let's throw this white powder in your face. Right. Um, it, and it clearly, subtle. yeah. It no. wasn't like they were wrestling around on the ground and he just like quickly wiped something on his face and no one could see. It just uh it was like LeBron before a yeah. NBA. Boof. 
just that poof, and then Van Damme's doing his like, yeah, <laughs> some animal-like screams during That's this last favorite little shit. The and best. Gets the shit beat out of him for a while after that, mm-hmm. and then, then Frank goes feral and screams a lot. Mm-hmm. I may or may not have been coming. <laughs> hey, it was focused on his face. We can't be sure. Yeah. During said orgasm, we get flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Mostly centered around the previous blindfolding. Of mm-hmm. course. Of course. And the training one time. And, he re- and then he apparently remembers he was blindfolded because he had forgotten while he was getting the shit kicked out of him for a few minutes. He starts fighting back. The ref could not have been more in the way, by the way. He's yeah. just like standing behind him like, what are you doing, man? This guy's trying to kill this guy. You're just going to stand like an inch behind him. If he misses, you're dead. Get the fuck out of the way. Luckily, JVD is a man of the people and kept making sure he was okay. Mm-hmm. Then we get splits number seven. The jump split. Oh, the, his his infamous split yeah. kick. His infamous he, split kick. He, he is up there, too. Like, yeah, serious airtime. Serious airtime. Do, do you think he did that, like, standing? Or do you think he, like, did it off, like, an apple box or something? I don't know, because you can't actually see where his feet were. But it looked mm-hmm. pretty natural. It didn't look like... If there was camera tricks involved, they did an incredible job. Because it looked uh. pretty good. I mean, because he's a hell of an athlete, so right. I think it's totally possible. I just, he like, I'm just curious. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it seemed like he should have had some sort of assistance because uh-huh. it just, it semi-defied physics. So he yeah. probably did, but it looked pretty natural. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. And that doesn't finish him off, though. No, clearly he, not. He finishes him off with four flying reverse roundhouses to the face. Four of them. <laughs> Then he no, gets him yeah. on the ground, headlock, say it, say it, Matei. And he pusses out, gives up, cries uncle, Frank's the champion. Frank is the undefeated, undisputed, undisputed. champion of Kumate. Make sure he takes the headband back. Mm-hmm. Of course, the spoils of war. And then, a nice moment. As winner, he's presented a sword, which looks like the same sword he was attempting to steal back in his youth days. Mm-hmm. When he was a degenerate and hanging out with degenerates. So he earns, earns the sword he tried to steal. Mm-hmm. Pretty poetic. It came full circle. And then luckily we check in on Ogre. And they, I mean, I said they loved each other. They actually say it. <laughs> I love you, brother. But he gives him his headband back. He's like, I love you. Anywhere, any place, any time you need me, I'll be there. <laughs> Van Damme doesn't say it back. He just says, me too. Oh, no. You got it. Uh, it's the opposite. Van Damme says, I love you. And then the other guy says, me too. Oh, is it? I thought it was yeah. Because okay. mm-hmm. I remember saying that. I was like, of course the other guy doesn't say it. He's like, I ain't saying I love you. 
I thought Van Damme was too cool. I missed that. <laughs> I liked it better that way. <laughs> <laughs> we can go with it. Andy, your facts. <laughs> then we get the a lot of text on the screen as it freeze frames. A lot of text. Well, first mm. he go, he then agrees to go home with Forrest and everyone. Everyone's happy, whatever. I guess. And when he says bye to the woman, you remember that where he. Where they both go like this yeah. to each other. Just a real casual. Like, <laughs> Thanks for the dick. With you. Got my story. Bye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real, really mature, I thought. But he goes home. Forrest is happy, which makes me happy. Then we get the freeze frame. And he's about to go on the plane with all the text. It's based on a true story. All these different stats, like the velocity of the highest, like, miles per hour of his kick and punch and like he has all these weird random records like who's sitting there with a radar gun yeah i didn't catch those guys but yeah 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 they're they're behind the like crowds of chain smoking gamblers (laughs) and i don't know this to be true i believe i've heard a number of things about this i know i hadn't seen the movie but i've heard a bit about it Mm -hmm. and i don't I think the guy that this is based off of made most of it up. You are correct. Okay. Yes, you are correct. I don't know if yeah. you have more on that. I just, I was just reading online about it, and so apparently he claimed all this shit. He claimed he fought in Vietnam. He claimed he fought. He won the Medal of Honor. Yeah. He claimed he worked for the CIA, and that's why, Ooh. like, you know, they were saying like he's this, he's this valued asset, and oh, okay. and then and then he claimed, you know, to have. Uh, to fight in this ultra-secret full-contact tournament, the Kumite, and right. he claimed he had 56 consecutive knockouts in one tournament. And right. then they put they, someone put the numbers online, and they said for him to have 56 knockouts in a tournament, that means they would have had to have 700, like, quadrillion <clears throat> participants in the tournament. So, <clears throat> like, all of his shit basically has been completely debunked. Right. And... And you know, I don't think I don't think that takes from the movie. I still enjoy the hell out of the oh, movie. But, if anything, it makes yeah. it better for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love exactly. that. Just like some guy's grift. And yeah. really, back then, I mean, it's hard to prove. It was hard to prove a lot of things. Yeah, without the internet and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying you fought in like a super secret underground, like like. That you wouldn't, even nowadays, if something like that existed, no one would know about it. Yeah. Like, how do you, how you disprove that? Yeah, I think the big thing they said is that nobody else ever came forward and said, you know, that they fought in it or that he fought in it. Um, and it, they, It was just you know, a loudmouth. Everyone else kept their trap shut because it's supposed to be secret. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, he definitely made it up. But <laughs> yeah, and all of his military records have been, you know, since since That's, the Freedom of Freedom yeah. of Information Act, like all of his military records and shit that he claimed he has have been debunked. That's super like all of it. Shit. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's really just a compulsive lying sociopath. Pretty much, yeah. Who who wanted Maybe. to uh, have his own, uh, you know, kung fu school or karate? Yeah, school. it was like Duke. Duke Ryu or something. Yeah, Jitsu or something. Yeah, Duke 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 Ryu Jitsu or something like that. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Well, I'm not a big fan of liars, but I will make an exception in this case because without his web of lies, 
we wouldn't have gotten this movie. Yeah, that is that is very true. I think that may not make up for the stolen valor, but it's closer. <laughs> it's a little closer. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, this is a fun one. Yeah, I'm really glad you suggested this. It's been something I've needed to watch forever. I don't know why I didn't. It was just a weird blind spot. Yeah, that happens, it's though. I, it's just, yeah. you know, surprising. Not surprising, but it's like, wow, I'm I mean, so it jealous. Is. Yeah. It is, because, I mean, I've talked at length about my favorite movies of all time, and they're all movies like this. Mm-hmm. This is exactly my wheelhouse. So I'm glad we were able to to fill a void in my otherwise completely full and satisfied life. Of course, clearly. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> do, you have, do you have any more thoughts, any takeaways, any more fun trivia bits maybe you looked up? Um, I mean, one little thing I saw that it kind of made me um, kind of go, hmm, was uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme actually helped edit this film so it really? could be made. So it could be made. Yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. yeah. Canon, as we talked about, notorious for like cutting corners and just like, yeah. they don't give a shit. It's just whatever mm-hmm. the cheap is, just get it out, get the product out onto the next one. And, but you know, we, this was this was a huge movie for him. It was his first starring role, and, and you know, he's still working. Yeah. So I mean, it the, worked out. The fight scenes weren't great. It, it was mm-hmm. weird. It was this mix of, like, the actors definitely knew what they were doing. Like, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah, their yeah. fault. Like, they had mm-hmm. the skills. They had the training. It just right. It just reeked of one shot for everything like moving yeah, on we got it exactly yep bye <laughs> yeah that's what i took from that like perfect yeah. moving on because mm-hmm. they were definitely athletic and knew what they're doing they look good doing it it's 90 percent of the time it didn't look like they were within two feet of hitting someone uh, that's why fight scenes nowadays are so much better right we're spoiled right i mean yeah very spoiled with the fight scenes john wicks or marvel movies and mm-hmm. you know, even extractions and i mean and that. uh the raid yeah, you know, yeah. all those raid. Oh, raid so good i never saw <sighs> the second one. Oh, it's really good i, love the I loved it i loved it yeah is there anything else we want to hit upon i think that might be might be it yeah i think that's all my thoughts i mean i loved mm-hmm. it yeah well, all right well thank you everybody for listening and uh happy trails son.